Amazing glad rags. And here's Ron Wood. Hello and welcome back to the Keylock Podcast. Um, I'm Joe Major. With me this week, I have Mr. Reverend. Mr. Reverend, that's a what a great intro. Already messed up. Here we go. <laughs> We've got Reverend Johnny Hudson and Mr. Aaron Keylock. Um, how's everything going? Are you feeling? Is, is it been a while since you've done one of these? Obviously, I know, yeah. I'm trying <laughs> to all over my words. Yeah, blowing up webs off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm into peaches. Right. <laughs> oh no, not yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, we took a, a bit of a longer break than maybe we anticipated, but I think we needed it. It's nice not yeah. to have to worry about it for a little while. Um, I'd imagine, I have no idea where five weeks takes us to, but I think we'll probably do five episodes, so half a season, and then we'll we'll get back into it um, next year, because I don't want to be editing episodes around Christmas. I, I'll take a bit of time off around that, so... Um, but yeah, that's we're, we're absolutely back. fair enough. It's well yeah. known that there's a section in the Bible where Christ took time off around his birthday from editing yeah, podcasts. Yeah. And it is also my birthday around Christmas, so there's, All right. there's double double whammy with it. So yeah, yeah. lucky to Johnny preaching the Bible. I mean, he does call himself a reverend as well. I'd say that gives him more authority <laughs> to preach the <around laughs> Bible than a beard. <laughs> Actually, the Universal Church calls me a reverend. Yeah, I, I do have a. I am a proper reverend. Yeah, yeah. On Instagram, man, I have my certificates on Instagram. I am a reverend. Just haven't paid for it. Sure. <laughs> Got the online certificate, but not the physical one. Well, the thing is, I'm just going with the kind of the, the same kind of vibe as the churches in this country because they don't pay tax. So I just get into the club early doors. Yeah, you got to keep the tradition. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I do now, like you rightly point out. I, I, I now look like what white people think Jesus looks like. So, <laughs> I'm really liking the beard. I wish. I love it. it I wish so mine, mine grew in the same way because I feel like mine just grows out <laughs> here and <laughs> just kind of reaches a point, and it's like, now nah, I'm not going any further down. I'll try heading out, see, see where that gets us, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what? seems to just it it's not necessarily by design, do you know what I mean? Like I kind of like I was shaving over lockdown. Like as in lockdown one, remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I, I just went, you know what, fuck this. I'm I can't be bothered shaving anymore. I'm just gonna grow like a big homeless kind of sensory type beard and until until COVID's gone. And now <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like thinking They'll get their act together soon, you know. They'll 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 get their act together. <laughs> no, <laughs> and every time I say to Jess, I'm gonna shave this. She's like, "Well, you did say, you know, that you're gonna keep it till COVID's gone." So I'm. The other thing I keep telling people is I'm gonna start a ZZ Top tribute band in ten years. So I'm just gonna head start. Yeah, <laughs> it's good to know that you can actually do it because. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, uh, the rule is if you go if you go bald, you need a killer beard, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And there's always the risk in men that, you know, you might have to, uh, you know, Captain Picard it and uh, get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Aaron, how's your beard going? I shaved it. Did you? You were doing really well with it as well. Well, yeah, yeah. you know. You stopped looking like a 14-year-old kid. Yay. 
back to a seven-year-old. <laughs> Matches yeah, yeah. my mental age. <laughs> yeah. Tell you what, mate, you must know some sick seven-year-olds. <laughs> God. Thanks for using the uh, the phrase sick instead of any other one. <laughs> that could have been a, a dodgy, dodgy turn. Bloody hell. Bloody Did reference. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. God. <laughs> I'm not like that. <laughs> How many seven-year-olds do you know, Reverend? <laughs> so, so, so one thing that happened uh, in between seasons was um, we, as as three plus Connor, um, got together and made music for the first time since since March um, yes. and so I sort of wanted to delve into that and, and sort of let everyone know how, how that went and how, how it works with us and, and that sort of thing um, I feel like I sat grinning uh, when we were sat writing and jamming stuff out I just felt like I sat grinning my head off because I was like <laughs> I'm playing music again absolutely um, yeah. yeah it did feel magical it was, it did. It was not it was a beautiful three days. Yeah. It was, yeah. Um, and now. <laughs> I think it's right. nice well, to hear those ideas because usually if, if if we're writing, then it, it, it kind of goes from being something I'm walking around singing or something you've sent over or something any, someone sent over. It goes from being the nucleus of an idea to a fully formed song, usually within the space of about a month. Yeah. You know, like we, we get together and we'll write and we'll jam it out. And there was some of those songs... Um, some of those songs, I think, like Black Black Crows, the the that thing that we wrote, that that started in Tom's uh, studio, fucking eighteen months ago. Yeah, uh, I remember like hearing talk about it. I don't think we ever played through it once, but I was like, I remember you mentioning like, oh, we've written this thing, and we'll we'll get to it eventually. But like at, at that point in time, we were always rehearsing for a specific show or you know to go out and do something. So. We didn't really have the time to, you know, slack off and, as it were, and and dram around this idea for, for long yeah. enough to to make it work. So it was always just like we'll get to that once you know we're able to get into a room to focus on writing. But then it just didn't really happen for. You know what, Zelman? Like, um, because it because you know what it's anyone who writes songs on it's like the longer it's up here and not out here, the 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 more of it you here if you know what i mean so but like yeah, you know yeah. you want that kind of like that kind of lift on the hat that kind of real like swaggery kind of you just got it first time around man, and i was like <laughs> <laughs> that thing of like bearing your innocence of a song to other people and then like that hitting everyone you can't like i mean like at the minute right we're trying to do this uh writing thing over and we call it over phones like I will we'll definitely get into more of that in a, in a bit, yeah. Um, yeah like, the thing of actually, like, you know, an idea and not overthinking it and just throwing it at other people and seeing where that, if anything inside that leads somebody somewhere else, that was kind of, uh, that is greatly missed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And to be yeah. fair, that was the first time we'd really done it as well. I mean, like you say, we'd always been rehearsing for shows or something. But yeah, to actually I mean, there was... Days without going, we've got to rehearse this or whatever, you know. There was sort of like we had maybe sort of six or seven that were like the original lot. Like there was, you know, coming home and shine on me were in that. Um, ways of saying juju, yeah. 
um, Other Side and a, a few others that we did at the launch show. Um, that was sort of like, we did that before we launched and then it was like, we've now got uh, Germany, we've got Spain, we've got Switzerland. So it was always sort of working towards them. But I mean, we, we did maybe another four or five in that time. Yeah. Of like, because we've got Trouble Follows Me, 10 years. Dopamine. Dope, yeah. Um, we business. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I, I, there's certain times I, I forget. You know, you kind of mentally going through the list, and then nobody's business is always like, oh crikey, yeah, because I don't. I yeah. think we've only ever played it live, like a warm up show that we'd written we did, like yeah. on the day something. And yeah, it was just yeah. like, this is playing tonight. Everyone was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> um, it's a chaos for, for for that time, but yeah, it was a good laugh playing yeah. that live as well. I, 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 like I really do. I, I miss playing it. Yeah, um, it was one of those things that like we did it for that one show at the warm up, and then was that for the Mason Hill show, the uh, Glasgow right. show? Yeah. So I mean, we've only played two shows since then. Um, yeah. Because we did we did we did King Tuts, we did Blackheart, and then um, yeah, and then Winter's End. So. Um, it was just one of those ones that was it was still too much of a work in progress to put in for the Black Art and, and Winter's End especially um, and we only had like half an hour for King Tut so it was like we're not putting in a work in progress for, for a show that we've only got half an hour to, to get our point across um, it's a jam song as well isn't it like that ending's kind of just we just wait for him to finish whittling and wiring away and and, uh, and then it's a kind of okay I'm done yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it's a type of song that won't work it's all Nobody's this giant. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were tempted for, for the uh, for the King Touch show. We were tempted to walk on stage and go, "Hi, we're here. Like, this is our last song," and then just do coming home, but do like a pretty extended cut of it, just yeah. to see how people would react to it. Yeah. <laughs> like the Armour yeah. Brothers, is, is it the um, Mountain Jam? Yeah, thirty-five minutes. Forty-five minutes long. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely been some rehearsals where where Tom. Um, it's like just kept going on keys and it's like, yep, yeah, this is the half hour version of coming home. I have that on um saved. It's fucking incredible that version. Yeah. It's genuinely really like everyone in the room just clapping and screaming. It's really good. Yeah. There's a lot there's, of energy. There's that beautiful moment in it when um the entire world around you falls away and you can see him man, his eyes were closed. I think just now just, I don't have my brain, but I'm pretty sure he had like a glass of wine on yeah. his keys. That's the red. Yeah. And he's just, yeah. just going at it. And it's like, there's a man right there that if a nuclear bomb went off outside, you'd have to tap on his shoulder to let him know. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Was... It was that long that we ended up like changing how we played the part underneath it, didn't we? Because that was when we did the yeah. sort of that push section underneath his keys. Yeah, sort of, yeah. we were... Which I quite like doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah hi. It's like, I, I like sort of um, playing through something so long that it forms a new creation within it because you get so sort of. Not bored, but like you want change so much that you're like, let's just try something different in there. And it should evolve, you know what I mean? Like, it, absolutely, of course yeah. It like yeah. I, I watched, um, I watched Robert Plant at Glastonbury years ago with um, a mate, and he was furious that like Plant had changed all the Zeppelin songs. And I was like, why? Why? Like, it's a, yeah. it's a, just sounds like it doesn't sound like it did on the record. Well, like, of course it shouldn't, because like even the next day, Zeppelin would have played it differently. You know what I mean? Like, the, yeah, it's, yeah. Like that on the record because they were playing live in the room together, 
and and they kind of went right this is how it goes today then because we need to record the four minute version of it or whatever yeah. of course it's alive you know what I mean it's a living breathing yeah. thing yeah. a totally different different point to do with that but like um, I saw Robert Plant maybe later that year or the year after he played at Glastonbury because it was with the Sensational Space Shifters that was the the backing band and it's like he does a lot of world music influenced stuff and he changes yeah. Zeppelin songs to be more world influenced um, but like the fact that he does that and he changes Zeppelin songs to make them so different meant that when he'd got to a whole lot of love and um it's the guitarist from cast and um, is his guitarist he burst in playing like whole lot of love the riff properly everyone went book wild because it was like it, it makes more of an impact because everything else is so different when you get to something that sounds like it kind of should everyone was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it created such a, a massive moment within the within the set it was great but um so if he's turned if he's turned like definitely one and two into like you know fun because he turned like uh physical graffiti and the folkiest stuff into like punk rock songs or something what when, when did this happen <laughs> no, is that what like he's changed like most of Zeppelin one and two right into like folk songs, right? To a degree, yeah. Like um, he's got a, I don't want to. I think he's. I think he's African. Some kind of African influences. Um, and a lot of like very ethnic instruments and stuff. Um, that that he plays on, and most yeah, of them just evolve into sort of jam sections. Um, with solos with these ethnic instruments. Um. Guy playing what looked to be some kind of like gourd coconut thing with like a broom handle and one string, and he was playing yeah, slide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ripping it up on it. It looked like he was playing us like a like a old like cricket bat or something, Hi. and he just absolutely tore it up with this thing. It, like literally, it looked like something that if someone came to the door with, oh, "I've made this," you go, "All right, mate. Yeah, of course you have." Like. <laughs> That's not an instrument, you know. Um, absolutely ripped it apart with this like one string thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. I just, uh, I just finished. Well, I, I a few months back finished that um, Steve Gorman from the Black Crows book. He said when they talked to him for the first time, he would always come, he coming up, going, "Hey, check out this belt I bought from some guy at the back of a gas station in Minneapolis." And you're like, "What?" From a plug. Yeah. Oh, and then they went to a BB uh, King's Blues Club, and um, the guy on stage went, um, "We've got a special guy in the house tonight. This guy was responsible for taking the blues to England, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Led Zeppelin." Nice. <laughs> <laughs> he stood up and was like, "Thank you." You know, um, you know, Crash, where you came another jam with us the first time, Joe. Yeah, uh, I was in there one time, and then this guy, um, one of the guys used to, um, he was constantly fiddling with pedals. One of the guys in Crash and like making pedal and making these kind of like monster pedals out of like all tins and stuff. And uh, he, some guy came in, he put, he fit this thing on his pedal board, and I was just sat there waiting for something to happen. And uh, the guy left, and he goes to me, "Do you know who that is?" And I was like, "Not a clue." He's like, "That's Robert Plant's guitar player." I was like, "And you couldn't have introduced me when he was like in the room?" You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The guy from Canada, yeah, because um, <laughs> funny, funny you mentioned guitar pedals in him, because um, 
he walked out um, and had a massive issue first song with his pedal board. And so he's literally spent half of the first song just on the floor, <laughs> flinging cables everywhere. Because, I mean, he had, like, must have been 15-plus pedals on his board. And it's like, when you have that yeah. many pedals, you've got that many cables, something's going to go wrong. Um, and it makes it yeah. so much more difficult to figure out where the nucleus of the problem is. So he's having to, like, Link. go through everything to make sure it's all working. I wonder, Link. I wonder if he went to crash to sort it out afterwards. <laughs> oh, or yeah. if it was fault. <laughs> A cast of Liverpool band? I feel like yeah, right. Yeah, in fact, I think um, is it John Power. I think one of the bass players I used to play for the Headhunters plays plays for Cast. Right. Um, or the the version of Cast that is now. I think it's Cast anyway. Like it's um, yeah, I think so. I'll have to look it up now because I I can't remember. Um, he's he's got like a nickname, the guitarist, and I want to get it right so that. I, um, cast band <laughs> skin he's called uh, he, his nickname skin he's called Liam Liam Tyson um, that's true is the yeah, yeah. is the guy yeah um, all I remember about cast is they've got a song that sounds exactly like Paradise City um, oh yeah you, you played us that yeah I did yeah uh, <laughs> while we were down there <laughs> It's like, how much can you get? This is uh, getting back ridiculous. back onto the subject. It's like we we often have talks about like how much we can get away with musically before it feels like the inspiration is sort of turned into parody or, or you know, um, parody so, city. Yeah, I. So one of the examples I showed was uh, cast have this song. I can't remember what it's called. Um, I'll link it. Um, that sounds exactly like the chords from paradise city um but yeah <laughs> we had an interesting talk about uh ways of saying while we were down there which again a lot of people probably won't have heard any of these songs so we're just kind of talking about <laughs> nothing to say but uh <laughs> um there was uh if, if you haven't heard it ways of saying what was that song called that is ways of saying ways of saying oh i don't know Um, it's a chord progression in it and it's uh, yeah well this is the thing it's like you know there's only 12 notes how can you arrange them differently every single time to the way everybody's done it for thousands of years it surely must be, surely must be a point coming within the next hundred years within guitar music where everything's been done <laughs> do you know what I mean where it's like yeah everything's been tried all the melodies all the like everything has been done. Uh, it's it's finished now. Be like, well, Stop. take a section from this song, take a section from that song, and put that together, and that's a new thing now. And yeah, yeah. that's a good idea. We should start doing that. Hi. But then um, it was it was nice, sort of um, being able to get into a room and actually focus on writing because like a lot of the times when we get together, that time in the practice room is sort of precious and, and valuable because we don't have a lot of it and it costs us all to get down there. It costs for the room to get in there. And it's like, it was nice to be able to kind of get in there and go, we now have a time to, you know, spend 10 minutes riffing around this one idea that might not go anywhere, but it's worth trying for now. Yeah. Um, 
because it's it's a luxury that we don't often have. Um, sure. But that's uh, one thing that I'm excited about with what we're doing now is um, we've managed to find an app. Um, it's called BandLab, and it, it it has the potential to sort of completely change the way that we work while we're apart. Um, it certainly, you know, we can do so much more than we were able to beforehand. Um, <laughs> now, it, now, now we're able to sketch stuff out, which saves hours. You know what I mean? Like absolutely, yeah, yeah. That, because that, oh, it's always that first hour of um, assembling a song is like teaching me the bits and then teaching, you know, whoever <laughs> else hasn't heard it before. Whereas now we've got this way where we can all hear it, we can all write our parts for it before we get into a room and then it's just a case of making it tight- work yeah tightening up little bits and um you know seeing where it takes us when we're in the room together when when we can you know well there's i mean there's no substitute to being in the room but it no, is, no. if there's anything that comes close it's being able to kind of map ideas out while we're not you know while we're not able to be in the room and yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. um so it's something that I'm looking forward to diving deeper into, and uh, I mean, I've already um, sort of created an interesting songwriting exercise where I record drums with no Bye-bye. guitar and, and no idea of where the guitar should go, but like I have sort of rhythms and, and pushes that are like prominent, and then I send that over to Aaron, and Aaron sort of wrote around that Build and created something that I wasn't expecting it to be and it you know um I like it's, a, it's good yeah it's it sort of um it's it forces creativity out of you when uh you've got these like sort of guidelines that you work into um yeah. it'd be interesting to do it where um if if you lay something down then connor and and build it literally like you would in in the studio if you were recording in layers you know like the, yeah and, yeah Go, and then the last thing on is the vocal, you know, like it'd be like, oh Christ, okay, now, now I've got to, I've got to fill this out, you know. Mm. Yeah, it's an interesting way of working, man. I've never, I've never worked anything like that before. I mean, it's it's not really that much different for me because I, I, I just come in at the, the and do the, the fluffy bit at the end. Um, not nice. Yeah, a lot of it comes vocal first, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like, I'll be Joe, like that, John, like that. Chasing Lady Salvation thing, what they remember that one, the Mad yeah. Time signature one. That was like Johnny <laughs> sent me. Hound keeps on that. chasing you around. Right, and I yeah. could not figure out what the hell to play with it, and then yeah, they all came together and like, you know. Yeah, what's I think that was what was fun about funny about the um the last session is that we had songs that um had been kind of knocking about in various formats for the best part of a year 18 months and then i remember i remember i was on i was in whippy walking around singing that and i was like right i'm gonna i've been singing this now for two days i'm gonna have to try and write something down here and then um so we we did that which i wasn't expecting but then we kind of just ripped the lid off something and kind of um aaron just laid something down and then everyone jumped in and then we wrote a song almost in real time do you know what i mean like almost going out um, and I think Will said that was his favorite out the um, out of the out of the uh, the demos that he did. Right. Um, I was like, that was the one that took the least time. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. Go. <laughs> it tends to be the case, though, doesn't it? That like 
you know, when when it goes exactly where you expect it to because everyone's in the room together and it's all, you know, you're kind of writing as, you, as you're playing and um, when you change sections, everyone kind of knows roughly where, where it's headed, so you just kind of go with it. Um, yeah. It ends up sounding the most natural and... Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And we got to go and hang out with the boys from Flair Vine, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, right. uh, Rod and all those guys, it was uh, it was good. And, uh, we well, just... nice to hang out as well, you know. Like, how often do we ever get to do that, Grish? Grish, love love me. <laughs> American Russian, very cool guy. Yeah, yeah. And Anthony, of course, man. Anthony's like the sweetest bloke in the world, any man. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. We had yeah, two. Of... Do we ever just get to hang out as well? Like we're always together doing stuff, so it was nice. Yeah. yeah. We had two of the strangest interactions I think I've ever had. <laughs> one, yeah, true, yeah. One was uh, we were getting into the lift in the hotel. Um, it taken us like fifteen minutes to get in because for some reason the hotel that we were at wouldn't answer the buzzer, but the hotel that was kind of connected to it was next door would answer the buzzer. So we buzzed in for the different hotel and got in. Got into the lift. This bloke walks through the door just ahead of us. Doors are closing, and he just goes, "Aye." <laughs> <laughs> no context. Didn't need to say anything to us. We were already kind of on our way out of there. And the best thing was it was it was a noise that I don't think could be reproduced because it was like, <laughs> 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 you know, like, it was like "Cause we all just dissolved, didn't we? Like, we yeah, all just like, the doors closed, and we were like." What? <laughs> like, yeah. did we all see that? Because I can't have been just me. So then, um, must have, was it the next day that... Um, yeah, walk in studio, wasn't it? Yeah, so we walk into the studio and uh, this, this bloke appears from absolutely nowhere and just shouts, Leonard Skinner at us and then just walks off. Leonard Skinner, as if like he, as if he lent Leonard Skinner money back in the day or something. Yeah. <laughs> you, you should be dead. Why are you here? <laughs> I've never heard somebody so decisive about saying something. Yeah, it was yeah for no reason. Like, yeah. I don't know what it is about us, but it like inspires people to just sort of comment on it, like like with some sort of like sort of living art piece that's walking about and people feel they need to comment on it as it's going past and it's like we're just walking past <laughs> <laughs> then I got yeah. ID for non-alcoholic beer yeah you did yeah I we all got ID'd for that, I was the only one in a group that got like ID'd at the bar and I was like well I fucking look well older than these for one and I'm drinking what is essentially fizzy barley water like what <laughs> Why, why am I getting ID'd? And like, because the girl next to him was like, "Why are you ID'd?" And he was like, "Yeah, fair enough. What do you want?" <laughs> and then we had some bloke. I don't know if he's listening. Uh, oh no, <laughs> probably not. He, he was from some old geezer rock That's... club somewhere. Like, oh, I can't remember. That was fun. <laughs> Oh, yeah, sort of... you guys in a band. We're like, yeah, we're Keylock. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. We've done a review on you. Yeah, like, yeah. Daddy, right? Yeah. So he probably is listening. Yeah. 
Sorry, oh. old club. Yeah, old fo- old foggy <laughs> blues and rock. Do you, do you remember though? We also discovered that uh, Jamaican grape juice. That was incredible. That was, yeah, that was some of the That's nicest delicious. juice I've ever had. And yeah. the water was the absolute coldest water physically yeah. possible before it turns to ice, which was perfect. I wasn't expecting it, was... it to be nice by the look of it. Like, it didn't, like, let's be honest, it didn't look like it was going to be great, did it? And it, no. was, it was bloody good. Well, look, yeah. It looked kind of like, you know, like when you go into a corner shop and they've got, like, something that you go, oh, that looks like off-brand cola. Yeah. yeah. It kind of looked like that, but it was delicious. Like, I ended up buying, like, five bottles of it over those three days. Like, a day. You know? <laughs> And the we chicken place at the end of the street. <laughs> Three ninety nine for a full meal chicken and drink. Bargain. That is a yeah. bargain. Didn't we taste great, but yes, we just consumed our way around London because we'd go to um, over London Fields every day as well, didn't we? Every yeah, that was a nice little walk we did, yeah. Yeah, it's so that street man um, where they had that espresso, which I'm, I'll swear blind, it's put hairs on my eyeballs. Like it was like that was proper espresso, that stuff, man. That was, um, it was all kind of bitter and nasty and gnarly. It was great. Hey, you remember our morning coffee joint, Black Sheep? That yeah. little school by the, by the station. I found one in Oxford. Nice. I, I, I do have it most days. You would like, wouldn't you? Man, they're uh, almond croissants are the good coffee. I mean, uh, anywhere that just doesn't do co- yeah, the coffee, smash it, man. Is is great, but yeah, it was it was a nice coffee. Wasn't helpful yeah. that it was possibly the two hottest days of the year, well, the three <laughs> hottest days of the year while we were there. And obviously, we just don't come prepared for hot weather because. You know, well, at least why, why studio it wasn't like you know. Sweaty, no windows, no flipping. True, yeah. We were able to open a window, which was beautiful. We had sunlight coming into the room, which is like weirdly helpful when being creative, just to know what time of day it, it wasn't is. Wasn't tiring, was it? It was kind no, of like, no. I mean, I was. To work it's the, I think it's the only space I've ever been to where there's been a window. Yeah. I, I was watching a video uh, the other day about um, carbon dioxide levels within rooms and stuff. And it was like, when you're breathing in a room that's not well ventilated for such a long time, you end up with like a 15% cognitive, like, loss of function. And it's like, it's no wonder that you end up not being as creative when you're stuck in this one single room together and you never leave and you never air it out. Um, So it was really nice to have a window open and to be able to sort of just have fresh air coming in. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Um. And we went to. Oh, we. <laughs> the first day we got there, we went and did eat out to help out, didn't we? We Brick did. Land. Yeah, I had, had the nicest that, burgers for. They sushi. were fucking good burgers. That was delicious. That place, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, what did I? I had some kind of like uh, cauliflower. Oh, I had like the cauliflower, the cauliflower wings. Oh. Yeah. In the buffalo sauce, man. Oh, it was very nice. I threw half of my brioche bun on the floor immediately because oh. I decided not not to eat it as a full burger and go in knife and fork and then just like just hide it straight on the floor. That wasn't fun. <laughs> These things happen. Yeah. <laughs> but I um. It was so, a very busy few days on it. <laughs> it was, it was yeah. 
it's probably worth talking about briefly because we're getting roughly to that point now. But um, sort of what our general plan is moving forward. Um, I know that there's a lot of folk out there that are asking for, for new music and asking for gigs and all the rest of it and live streams and all that kind of stuff. Um, at the moment, obviously, gigs just aren't happening Um Live streams are difficult because we're in all four corners of the UK and now Spain. Um, and so it, like, even just getting in a room together to write is, is you know, proving to be more of a chore than we'd like. Um, but for now, I believe the plan is rather than aim towards putting another song out every few months, we'd rather build it and and get it to a point where we have a full album's worth of material that's ready and and made to be listened to from start to finish um and get in and do that and release that and have like a proper thing for it and and do it at a time yeah the, the thing the, is like if we if i think from my point of view if we if we drift a load of songs out like one every six weeks or whatever for the next three you know i don't know year or whatever what's the point you know what i mean like i like i want to like i want to go and like i get it you know what I mean? like there's not you can't tour it you know what i mean you can't do anything with it it'd just be a kind of a bit of a waste of music essentially and i, yeah, I want to yeah. when i put out i want to be able to hit the road with it you know what i mean and so although and like you're saying all people are waiting and people are asking and we massively appreciate that and believers we want to get stuff out but <laughs> at the time being i think it's just going to be a case of waiting for something probably better by the time it comes. Absolutely, yeah. We'd, we'd rather spend the time on it and make sure that everything's right and, and as perfect as it can be rather than release stuff right now when it, it's not at its maximum potential. Um, so go out so, and make the greatest I think rock, the music- Absolutely, yeah. yeah That's I think, what I think the goal is. Yeah, but yeah. I don't- any point in releasing something that'll slip through the cracks when we can release something a little bit more when people can come and enjoy it live you know what I mean like that's and I call I it record well, because we want to make records yeah I think <laughs> that is as well. that's the thing is like the full album fits more with our sort of ethos as a band and that's how we want to make music we don't want to produce throwaway stuff every couple of months we want to put something out there that's a full product um and so yeah that's the goal um however there is news coming soon at some point uh, in the near future about um merchandise which is something that we are talking about um (laughs) hi we're putting out this new song Um, (laughs) (laughs) so um for me (laughs) <laughs> I know I mentioned in the season finale last time about doing a, a print um, that was going to be a giveaway thing. That is still happening. It's just going to go along with the launch of the store when, when that happens. Um, so that's coming soon to be decided. <laughs> um, but it's about that time uh, to head over. Oh, hang on. It's not that time. I'm totally wrong. First, we're going to take a quick detour into Album Club. Um, we're, not doing a, we're not doing a full Album Club. I know this is a, it's the first episode. I'm getting all of me 
uh, you know, mistakes oh, out of well. the way. We can get uh, episode two is going to be perfect. I'm not going to stumble over any words. We're not going to professional. Get any sections <laughs> wrong? It's going to be perfect. Um, but yeah, we're going to quickly head into album club and find out what we're listening to this week for next week's album club. So what? Um, I'll I'll do the 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 thing. And now I'll explain um, what the crack's going to be. So for this season, we're going to do album clubs sort of every other week. So this week, Johnny's going to tell us what album we're listening to. Then next Hello. week, we will talk about that album. And then the week after that, I will be saying what album we'll be listening to. And then the week after, we'll listen to that and so on and so forth. Rather than doing it as a weekly thing, I think it's better to keep it um, sort of every other week. Um, so, Johnny, it is your turn to tell us what album we're listening to. Um, oh, and Sweet Tea, the new record by the Cadillac 3. So, uh, the link there to Lynyrd Skynyrd's album, which we're still doing, we're still doing a link to the to the album. Um, so, last time it was uh, Give Me Back My Bullets by Lynyrd Skynyrd. So, what is the link to this album, Johnny? They're Southern. <laughs> No, no, I, I, no, I supported Leonard Skinner, didn't he? So, yeah, yeah. Cool. I like that we've gone for a, a super it's tenuous link first time. And it ain't their fault. <laughs> it means that when it comes to my week, I'll be able to do just as tenuous a link and uh, I won't have to stress about it too much and start I'm deep. I'm now going to watch you elbow Biffy Clyro into a... <laughs> 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 both like breathing air <laughs> they both live on planet earth <laughs> sweet so that is um that's all for, for album club because we know what song we'll, uh, we know what album we're listening to next week um so go away listen to tabasco and sweet tea i've must admit i've already listened to it in its entirety um it's really? definitely yeah yeah it's um it's a weird one but i'm i'm digging it um, but we'll get more into that. We'll get more into that next week. Um, it's time for some lemons and peaches. It's a new season, new lemons and peaches. We all know what the deal is. I'm not explaining it. Um, There's no, anybody... no alterations now for season two. Um, We've all got to do it upside down. <laughs> um, I don't think so. I mean, it's sort of, it works as it is. It's, There's only so um, much you can do with it, really, isn't there? <laughs> exactly. Maybe for season three, we'll add some apples in there and they can be a complete curveball. But um, has, has anybody thought about any lemons and peaches? Because I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> anybody, what, How, anybody where are we to... doing it from? Is it just Monday to now? From the last time... We did a podcast to now, I think, is uh, the, the fair way to do it. I, I'm going to say, uh, just just as a kind of instant lemon. Um, lemon? Yeah, you start with the lemon and you do pizzas, yeah? Yep. Pizzas, right. not pizzas. Lemons and pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> lemons on pizzas, that's... Lemons on pizzas, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's grim. I... My, my, you know what? The the lemon that kind of massively sticks out in my head is uh, is the. Is it going political? <laughs> well, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, 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 
But the, the lack of humanity when it came to not feeding school children. Oh, no. There's enough yeah. money out there to buy like redundant ferry services and satellites that don't work and handing out, you know, contracts to mates for PPE that doesn't exist. There's enough money to feed kids. Hey, who votes to not feed a kid? <laughs> Oh, I, I, don't don't draw me out to become political because <laughs> I could name names. Well, I mean, this is the thing: is it, it, uh, for me, it's not a politics issue. It's like a humanity issue. Like, like how is level, how is a human like you know when when your government doesn't serve the society that it's built around? Like, you know. Well, it's a human rights thing, isn't it? Do you know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely, like, yeah. I read an article this morning about some um, some charity that's that. Um, like feeds starving Indian children has now stepped in to help feed kids in the UK. And you go, are we there? Is that where we are? You know, oh, is that uh, where yeah. the structure yeah. of, the, of the country is? And yeah. I think anyone who, if anyone's watching this thinking, Oh, well, you know, why is he go, go and get yourself a life, you know, <laughs> like go and get yourself some humanity. Like, yeah. I mean, I saw somebody, uh, this is my input into it, uh, somebody had commented on one of the posts about it, saying, ah, it's the parents' responsibility, and so I, I clicked on his profile, every single one of his profile pictures was taken in a different country, and it's like, you don't know what it's like to to struggle, like, you, you've clearly had it fine for, yeah. you know, as, as long as long as that, so um, yeah, people, I can't understand how people can't see that somebody would struggle and would need help like and if, if you can't these are the people that have never eaten turkey dinosaurs and smiley faces and beans <laughs> <laughs> they don't every know night, Johnny, every night <laughs> I, well, I know you still do mate. <laughs> palate of a 12 year old <laughs> listen if it doesn't Aye. come out of the microwave or a toaster keylock doesn't eat it <laughs> Why anyway, you're going to make Johnny. us happy Johnny you're going so to do your a bit peaches, uh, well, my peaches, um, me and Jess have an anniversary on Saturday. The poor, poor girl has put up with me for God knows how long. Eight years. Eight years. She must be crazy. Um, uh, I've got uh, another part. I'm playing football again, uh, and I'm enjoying that. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of putting the... The online side of Keylock together and, and and getting merch out, I think would be my would be my features. Can I go? Yeah, cost go for it. I start with the miserable one, right? Yep. Fucking raining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got bloody cold again. I mean, I'm I'm not happy with that. Um. Can I turn happy now? Of yes. course. <laughs> yeah. We're on uh, I'm after we got together and started writing and kicking ideas around. Fan lab. I think that's a I think that's a nice thing. Um, um what else have I got? Oh, I booked a trip to Sweden. Oh, have you now? Yeah, yeah. So exactly uh, why as well. Huh? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to. I'm going. You know, I haven't. This is the only year I think since I've like been about eight that I haven't gone away somewhere, done something, and I, I, I can't not. You know, I just needed a couple of days to go away, do something, see somewhere. So, 
Something. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, first we've got... Oh, the last time... It's what? what? No, no, it's all right, nothing. <laughs> Was the last time we saw each other after a uh, podcast finished? After what? After the last podcast. Yes, it was, yeah. Like Wait, we, I'll have that. Yeah. Spending yeah. three lovely days working with you guys. Nice, very nice. Joe. Um, so, Lemon. Um, I think this happened since our last podcast. Um, the O2 Same. Academy in Newcastle um, has kind of shut its doors. Um as an O2 venue, it's like now currently un unowned. Um, it's gonna I'd... become its own venue though, right? You what? It's gonna stay as a music venue, right? Did I read that right? I don't know. I think at the moment it's like pretty uneasy as to what, what's gonna happen with it. Um I think at the moment it's just not not a thing. Um I have no doubt that it'll be no. taken over by somebody because it's too good of a venue to Yeah. To leave empty, but um that sucks for now. Um, obviously, there's not much going on in there anyway, but um, it's a venue that I've been lucky enough to play both rooms, upstairs and downstairs, uh, numerous times, and it's always always a good show in there. So, uh, yeah, that's my lemon for this week. Uh, Peaches will get... Um, the, the cute one out of the way is um, me and Anna have discovered a live stream that goes on 24 hours a day and it is a baby otter who has been um, orphaned, um, who is adapting to his new life in this aquarium, being looked after, and he's just been introduced to a new otter, and it's the cutest thing in the world. So I'm pleased that I have had that over the past few months to look at whenever I feel like it. Um, it's nice to just be able to just check up on a baby otter, because you don't get to do that very often. Um, so that's been nice. The internet um, wasted on you, mate. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'd say that's the absolute <laughs> peak of the internet, that. Um, um, Where's the offices? It's in uh, Canada, I think, in Vancouver, possibly. But if you search um, Joey Baby Otter, it'll battle show up on, on YouTube. Um, go check him out. He's adorable. Um <laughs> Peach Two is probably um looking forward to working on Band Lab um and just being able to play more drums and uh figure out new ideas and play my drums. <laughs> Aye. Um Yeah, I just like sort of my goal for, for having Band Lab is to have this massive conglomerate of loads of tiny little pieces of ideas yeah. that Whenever we're in a room together and we're like, oh, well, we don't know where this should go. It's like, right, let's delve in and sort of pick a little bits up and um, yeah. just have this massive database of um, ideas. So um, it'll be nice to get that up and running and uh, and work on that. So that's pitch two. And then pitch three um, is pr probably that we got together uh, all those months ago now. But um, it was Wasn't nice. That was it? It was at least a, two months ago, I feel like. It was August, August. August. 
So yeah, two or three months. Two, yeah, yeah. The end of August, on it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like 20... August, September. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, it was just nice. Hurry up and get out of lockdown, Johnny. I know, yeah. Working on it. Yeah, so those uh, those are my lemons and peaches. Um, so with that being said, it's about time to wrap up. Thank you very much uh, for listening. Um, right. I, I don't know. We'll be back next week. I know that much. Um, fingers crossed. I don't know. Um, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if we're all free. Um, Have you forgotten? Yeah. I usually I did something. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Spotify. So follow here. our follow our playlists on Spotify. Um, that helps us out. Add your add our songs to your playlists on Spotify. That's helpful. Um, what's good for the algorithm at the moment? Save our posts and share our posts on Instagram to your story and all that kind of stuff. That helps us out. Other than that. Um, we'll see you next week for some more antics and we'll see you on the other side. Take it easy. Calm down. <laughs>